With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. A new edition of Craft Root Sports is going to be starting up in just a minute here. This week, we are drinking Double Citrus Imperial IPA from Funk Brewing. It's an 8% brew. It's got Valencia oranges, dank papaya taste, pine, heavy notes of mango and grapefruit, 4.09 caps on untapped. Uh, Scott, this week, let's rate these beers uh, on the NFL QB rating scale from Mitch Trubisky to Patty Mahomes. How are you rating this one on initial taste? Mmm. I'm going to go solid Jimmy G. Not sure I trust him in the uh, biggest game, but uh, it'll get me there. Ah, so you're saying uh, this one has the juice. It definitely has the juice. It's got the you juice. up what I was putting down. <laughs> Drew, on a scale of Mitch Trubisky to Patty Mahomes, where does this one fall? Ooh, ooh, that's got a, ooh, that's got a little kick to it. Uh, I'm going to go with a little, a little Matt Stafford here. I think that, you know, he's got quality, you know, across the board, a little bit underrated, but you know, not somebody you'd bet the house on. That's a, that's a solid rating. I am going to go with Kyler Murray, little unproven right now, little wild card, uh, and we'll see how it holds up. That's how I'm going to go on this one. Uh, This episode of Crabbird Sports is starting up here in just a few seconds. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to share out the show. Make sure your friends are seeing it. uh, And we will get started here in just a second. It is June 10th, 2020, ACF. If you don't know what that acronym stands for, that's June 10th, 2020, after Confederate flag. We now live in the year where the Confederate flag is banned in NASCAR, and I don't know what to think anymore. Uh, this is Craft Root Sports. We have a hell of a show coming up for you guys tonight. Uh, we are going to talk, uh, we're going to do a little sip, chug, drain, pour game. Uh, we're also going to give you our power rankings, and uh, Mookie's got some mad props for us. Uh, Scott, 
hanging out with me. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? I'm good. Just kicking it with my homies, Will Smith, Jackie Chan. What's up, fellas? <laughs> I got a flip. I got flipped so the people can see exactly what you're talking about. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Drew, how you doing tonight, man? I, I don't know. It's going to be really hard to follow that up, but I'm feeling good, ready to get into this beer, get into some of these topics. It's going to be a good show tonight. It's going to be a really good show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to uh, share us out, uh, subscribe, rate, and review if you're listening on the podcast. Uh, help us out and get us in front of as many ears and eyes as possible. Again, awesome show tonight. I don't want to waste any more time. Uh, so let's get into on deck and on deck of course brought to you by dugout mugs we got the hook up for you everybody father's day right around the corner and if you want to surprise your dad be sure to hook him up with the dugout mugs mug go to dugoutmugs.com slash craft get 15 percent off the order let your dad drink out of a bat just like we do here on the show they got other things they got wine if your dad's into wine they got wine glasses there's bottle openers tons of cool stuff there dugoutmugs.com slash craft hit them up uh, you get 15% off that order. Hurry up and get that cherry wood. Oh, dude, that cherry Damn. wood one is legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking fresh. <laughs> when they when they showed that one, I was like, dude, that is one of the coolest mugs I have ever seen. Uh, it's such a cool color. Uh, all right, who do we got leading off uh, on deck this week? Is it you, Drew? I think you're leading us off. Yes, sir. I'm the leadoff batter today, and I'm going to tell you what. I'm coming out swinging, ain't laying down no bunch, just get on base. So <laughs> we're going to start off the show this week talking about how OWGs be OWG and again. Um, I think there was one owner that came out already and said, if it again, the Cardinals owner this week doubled down and said, baseball isn't very profitable. <laughs> I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ, are we, are we really going here again? You know, and the funny thing about it is that there there is a bit of it, too, that in this current climate, I could see how there's a situation where things are going to be tough. And I don't want to discount that because, you know, between 30 and 40 percent of revenue for baseball comes from local uh, local deals. Right. So ticket sales, concessions, things like that. Let's be honest, man. Ain't no one going to baseball anyway. So the only people hurting are the Dodgers, the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Cubs with all their drunk idiots showing up five times a week to spend money in their crap ballpark and watch this boring sport take place. Like this is just an excuse. This is just posturing once again of the owners trying not to pay the players for what they're trying to do. So, you know, it's just funny to me how in this time when there's lots of people hurting, lots of people having to deal with, you know, tough situations that one could never plan for or expect that this dude is sitting here trying to say baseball is just not that profitable cool bro then why don't you go ahead and sell your team and see how much that fetches on the market and then we'll talk (laughs) i can't believe this when i saw that and it was theo epstein from the the cubs was the other one who said it's not a very profitable uh adventure to own a team scott do you remember what the marlins sold for uh because they were the most recent team to be purchased right I believe so. And wasn't it like $2 billion or something stupid? Yeah, $2 billion uh, that the the Marlins went for. The team that can't get anybody into the stadium sold for $2 billion. Right. Not only that, the past two owners of that franchise have been shystier than shysty. (laughs) So the fact that they bottomed out and like sold off everything that wasn't nailed down and then flipped it for, you know, 
an insane profit makes me want to know where these guys are, you know, what math they're doing. I I have no idea. I, I like to say that it's not a very profitable and they're they're the way that they're trying to explain it away is they're like, well, we reinvest the revenue back into the team. So we get better scouting and uh, we, we put it back into players to try to help them. It's like, dude. You are still making money hand over fist. Nobody would own a team if you're not making a boatload off of it. Well, see, and that's exactly it. You hit it on the head right there, man. Like, the only problem they have here is to blame themselves. Like, if you don't want to be spending $400 million for a player over, you know, what, a 10-year span, then don't do it. They set themselves up. They got themselves in this problem. So don't come here whining at me about this weak-ass shit. Like, come on, man. Like, you create the market. You guys, as a series of 30 owners who are already colluding a monopoly, like, figure it out. This well, is, again, them that, just trying though, to screw the players once again. Not only that, you'd think that these guys would be lining up to sell. Like, when's the last time you heard any rumors about any of these franchises being right. on the block? Like, it's not as if right. they're just going up, you know, for sale every week or anything. They know what they're doing. So before the right. Marlins was the last team that got sold, the Nationals? Was yeah, that the and last that's only because and, Major League right, Baseball, right, Major League Baseball took, stake. Right, they took over the Expos and they were like, we're selling this franchise. Like, this, So if you look at the last two sales, the Nationals, which have been in the league for what feels like forever now, it, it's like the Expos don't even exist. And then the Marlins. Oh, God, I wish they did, though. Those <laughs> unis, man. <laughs> Dude, the Expo unis, were, they were legit. Uh, it, absolutely crazy that this is... They're they're throwing this out, and the owners, we talked about it before, they're doing everything they can to try to get people on their side against the players, and this is just another thing that they're throwing out. They're like, well, we actually don't make a whole lot of money off of this, so we, we got to cut their salaries. Uh, oh, it's absolutely trash. Like, and, and it's funny to me, too, because Forbes put out an article about a month or two ago where basically it said, yeah, everything is plumbing. The world is going to shit, and baseball teams are increasing in value. That's all you got to know. You know what I mean? All they're trying to do is pray on us and be like, oh, yeah, let's use this like short term little thing to claw back some power, despite the fact that everyone's going to overlook that baseball's not going anywhere as much as we wish it would. Like, it's <laughs> going to be around for another 20, 30, 40 years. And value is just going to keep increasing because you know what people aren't going to stop doing? Getting drunk and going to sporting events. Period. End of sentence. <laughs> That's why this show will be around for the next 20 years. That's why this show exists. Uh, Goddamn right. Very good story. I bet you we outlast baseball. Nah, I think I think you might be right. Uh, we'll talk baseball a little bit later on when we get into our power rankings. Uh, but for now, I'm on deck. Uh, here's what I wanted to talk about this week. Golf! From one OWG sport to another. Here we go, fellas. Ooh, ooh. We are uh, leading it off hot and heavy here on uh, on on deck. Baseball and golf. Yep. I hope there's some new listeners. They're really <laughs> in for a treat tonight. <laughs> uh, by the way, Matt Barr calling out. Uh, Mook hates on baseball. Take a drink. So there you go, Mookie. No, no, you no. have been. I hated on baseball owners. Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, he did. Good, good clarification. Uh, JB out as I talk golf, and that's fine. But golf resumes this week. Uh, they are going to be playing at the uh, the Charles Schwab challenge this week and it is going to be a, a different look um we've seen little hints of this as we've had these exhibition matches with tiger and peyton uh and phil and tom brady and then we had the the, the other uh match play where there's nobody in the gallery it's kind of weird to see especially for golf like 
you need that guy in the background yelling, get in the hole as soon as somebody tees off. So it's weird to not hear that. Uh, but rather than piping in any type of artificial crowd noise or anything like that, golf is actually doing something a little different. They are going to try to continue the mic'd up players. Uh, so that way you can hear some of the conversations on the course. And then they're doing uh, something that I found very interesting. They are taking a page out of the real world's playbook and they're setting up a confessional at the middle of the the round. So after the ninth hole, players can go into a confessional and answer questions on a screen about how they think the round's going, what they think's going on. It is unreal to me that that we are now at a point where they're like, you know what, the real world, they got it right. That's what we're going to do to make golf more popular and to appeal to these young kids. We're going to tap into that real world demographic. Uh, Scott, Drew, does does this uh, make you want to watch golf more now? Get in the hole! (laughs) Hell yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm here for. As soon as somebody tees off, get in the hole. That's uh, everything else. Uh, you know, we've talked about it multiple times before. You know, golf doesn't let you clap, you know, too too vigorously. You know, they don't want you drinking on the course. Ah, I got oh, no time whoa, for whoa, them whoa. saying that they finally caught up with the times. Wait, do you mean the players? They don't want the players drinking on the course or the fans? Ooh. Wasn't it? Didn't we have a story a few months ago where they weren't selling beer uh, at a certain course or a certain tournament for some really stupid reason? Uh, you might be right, uh, but I will tell you, having gone to several golf tournaments in the past, there is a lot of drinking on the course. Like the Masters, people are getting hammered at that mm. tournament uh, because it's dirt cheap at the Masters. It is. They, they're smart about it. Yeah. They understand what people want. Augusta sells you like a ham sandwich for a buck and a, a Miller High Life for two, and they just let people get ripped, and it is fantastic. It, is it ham or is it spam? Mm, good question. I'd be uh, curious. That I, I have no idea. Uh, shout but out I'm to here your, for this. The confessional booth, man. That's a brilliant that's idea. That's a really good idea. I'd like to see other sports incorporate this. You talked about it a little bit last week, Mook, when you were talking about uh, you know Deshaun Jackson saying he wanted to see guys mic'd up. I, I think golf has shown that it can work with the right personalities mic'd up. Like Tiger and Phil in that match, those guys being mic'd up was really fun to watch because there was a lot of shit talk between them. If you can get the right personalities doing it, it could be really fun. It could also be super freaking boring uh like i I think what they got to do is they got to be smart about it and play it's got to be one of the two extremes right either someone who is out there just ranting and raving about their caddy giving the wrong yardage and how he's going to break his putter over his head in the parking lot or something like that (laughs) or go the other way with it and lean into it and get like really detailed and actually analyze the shots and stuff like that because i think that's when sports really succeed kind of what i liked about the xfl is Getting into the weeds with the players and the coaches and learning about the sport that way, I think that's another option. Actually, draw fans that wouldn't be Scott. Nah, just give me all the shit talking. <clears throat> They're not talking shit. Like I want Tiger to go in there and be like, "These motherfuckers like actually think they can beat me." Like, I mean, this version of Tiger, and maybe it's not so out there, but I, I just want like just mad shit talking. Like guys being behind Tiger's, being like, "Man, I can't believe this motherfucker." Like, how are we gonna let a black guy always be at the top, man? This isn't right. It's 2020, Scott. Come on now. Also, yeah, and they just got rid of uh, the Confederate flag in NASCAR. So what are we talking about? Progress, I mean, baby. How old is progress. NASCAR, though? Come on. <laughs> they, they old as mayonnaise. 
Uh, that shit never expires. Shout out to Josh in the comments uh, calling out the Ohio shirties from Chillicothe. Thanks for tuning in, Josh. Appreciate it. Scott, the the ever-famous... Uh, Scott Skrzewski with his fact-checking on us. As always, we appreciate you tuning in, Scott, and keeping us honest. He said the Royals were sold this year, and teams sold since the Nationals other than the Marlins is about eight, including both the Reds and the Braves. So there you go. We didn't. I saw his comment, and I didn't really consider the Braves much of a sale. I know that they were technically, but it was one of those things where they're just kind of, like, moved over. Like, it's not an official, like big publicized sale and if the royals were sold who did they sell them did they sell them at a garage sale like when did that happen <laughs> i don't remember the reds being sold like i i feel like it maybe it just right, didn't castellini like, just walk in and stage a coup the, the, well that's what i th- like i know lindner had it uh and then castellini took over i just thought it was just like here this is yours now I, I, like i didn't oh, right no. that's kind of how it was for the braves where they're just like here liberty media we're just kind of giving this to you it's like See, you've got most of the stakes with turner tv anyway so well that's 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 different though with the reds you know lindner's a smart businessman and he's not going to be in a business that's not profitable so that's why he got out wow mook wow shots fired shots fired uh baseball's not a very profitable sport so that's why most importantly though i know who wasn't sold the mets i love the (laughs) wilfons baby as long as they stay there and own the mets everything's good you know what we you know what reality show we need to have happen is we need to have the wilfons have a reality series with uh god what's his name what's the knicks owners that that turd dolan yeah, the Wilpons and the Dolans. Dolan, the Wilpons. We need a reality show where they're just like hanging out in New York doing New York things, and, and fans are just be terrible people. Dolan's just uh, trying to get his sweet band off the ground, and everybody's ignoring him, and he's getting people yeah. thrown out of Madison Square Garden. That, that would be a good show. I shot yep. the load early. Sorry, Scott. You are on deck. What do you got this week? He's back, baby. I, I know we went a whole week without some MJ news, and I'm sorry, but he's back this week. And this time, I mean, we're doing baseball golf and now fishing what the (laughs) hell show are we doing uh but this week uh mj competed in a uh a tournament down in north carolina big shocker but it's the big rock blue marlin tournament and he actually pulled in a 442 pound marlin which that's big yeah which is huge but it's not even big compared to what took home uh the gold last year last year a 900 pound fish was caught he's only only halfway there but the details on this story are fantastic first of all jordan has a yacht and it's 80 foot long and it's called catch 23 which is one of the most awesome names for a boat um, the fact that he caught the 442 pound Marlin, most people would be super psyched in super MJ fashion. Dude was disappointed because it's like only the fifth largest one caught at the tournament so far, which means he doesn't place and he'd get no reward for it. So he was already talking about going back out there and trying to, do it. um, the, the tournament, if you win, it's a million dollar prize money, which is fun because you know, that's like what MJ carries around in his pocket. And, you know, the, I'm guessing the rest of the people that compete in this tournament could u- really use the money. The fact that MJ's out here like, nah, I'm going to take that money. I, I want that money. I got to win this. It doesn't matter what it is. All about the competition. Uh, yeah, but the fact How many that, side um, bets did he have rolling on this one? That's what s- I want to know. Seriously. But, um, yeah, no, it, it, 
500 pound marlin um, so it, was, was caught where did he come in this year's tournament like was he i know you said 900 was the record and this was only like the fifth largest was this did he win this tournament did he get no the, no, no, no this was the this, this was only the fish the the fifth largest one the tournament's still going on oh okay so he could still catch something else how long does this shit last right yeah, uh, also, i'm not sure but it's been running um in moorhead city since 1957 <laughs> Nice. Features, yeah, more, yeah. <laughs> features 205 <laughs> boats from around the world. So it's not like it's not just local North Carolinians, you know, trying to be, catch a big fish. People from all around the world. Uh, but this is the first time that Jordan's actually uh, participated in this. So so what I want to know, Scott, because I know you've done some bang up research here. Uh, you know, how it. many of his deck crew did he fire after he realized that 400 pound Marlin was fifth place before he went back out? I'm not sure, but I'm just hoping that uh, what's his name? I can't remember. Do you guys remember the dude's name with the Ho Grant. the white dude with the no 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 no? Not Ho Grant. <laughs> we know Ho Grant was nowhere near that boat. I was thinking about the the one of the security dudes, the the white dude with the Jerry curl, the one that did oh, the God. oh that yeah guy. shrug the, when he the shrug the bats. Guy. Yeah, I, I wonder. I want to know if he was on the boat. That's all I want to know. Oh yeah, he was probably responsible for putting the, the limes and the coronas and hand him out. <laughs> No doubt, and somewhere shrugging shoulders. <laughs> Tyson, was, you shut the hell up talking trash about the NHL draft. Get out of here. Uh, but it, yeah, I was just excited that uh, Jordan somehow made his way back in the news. And this is this is all go with an ongoing theory of mine that h- how much Jordan news did we have prior to the documentary? And now it's like all the Jordan news, like it's just trickling out. One I'm here the- for this though. Like well, next week, I think this is going to be something where I have material every week. Like next week, he's going to go in and punch somebody at a McDonald's or something. You jinxed like it, bro. You jinxed it. Jordan's dudes. about to go into a. He's about to go into a cave now. He won't. He won't emerge again. You'll never no. see Michael Jordan again now because you just. I, no way. You just put All the right, craft brood sports jinx on. Later. Hold on, though. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, I, was Jordan actually on the boat, or was this one of those things where he? It was just his boat, so he hired. No, a no, team no. He was on the boat. Like he helped Dude, as far as like, okay. pulling it in. Or whatever, so we watched so. that documentary. We saw what a terrible teammate Jordan is. You know he's the worst captain ever like he has to be such an asshole to deal with on that boat would you want to would you want to sail with michael jordan a hundred percent yes because i'll tell you what man he definitely has like the best stocked boat in terms of the booze the booze and the stogies like it is a fun time to work on that boat because he's probably got like two three dudes doing the work and the rest are people just hanging out and chilling with jordan that's fair that's fair. Uh, this has- also the, the answer to any question you ask: Would you want to do insert anything with Jordan. Here with Jordan? And the answer is yes. All right. Well, there you go. Scott wants to bang Michael Jordan. This has been on deck. Brought to you by Dugout Mugs. <laughs> Scott hit the shrug too right at the end. I know nobody could hear that on the podcast, but shrug emoji. <laughs> Dugoutmugs.com slash craft for 15% off your order. No links, uh, no codes. Why do I mess that up every time? Come on, Mike, get it right. Uh, Dugoutmugs.com slash craft. You got one job. 15% <laughs> off your entire order. Sell out. All right, fellas, uh, we want to play a new game on the show. And this actually isn't a new game. This was inspired uh, while, while Scott was off. Chris America, a good friend of the show, was hanging out with us. We played uh, Around the Horn with Chris America. Um, he came up with this game, Sip, Chug, Drain, Pour, which is essentially the Craft Root Sports version of Mary Fuck, Kill. Uh, also, do you guys say Mary Fuck, Kill, or is it Fuck, Mary, Kill? Because I, I've... 
read a lot, and I feel like it's fuck uh, Mary Kill always, sounds like always, you're fucking Mary. So it's, you can't it's go always that way. fuck Mary Kill. You go fuck Mary Kill. No. Yeah, it's FMK baby. See, I always go, go back to Toledo. Okay, I always go. I've always okay. gone Mary Fuck Kill. I don't have a point. Being sip chug drain pour is what we're doing here. Uh, you know, tying it in the beer. So to marry someone is a sip. To fuck someone is a chug, and then obviously kill is the drain. So here we go. Uh, we're going to go through a couple of these. We'll start in the NFL since we were talking about rating these beers on the QB scale. Let's do a couple QBs. Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. Uh, Scott, why don't you go first? Sip, chug, drain, pour. Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. Just spilled my beer all over my table. So I'm going to go ahead like and... 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it's just foaming all over my table. It's, okay, this is... it's good that I'm not the only one because this can come mine, up later. Mine foamed up too. Stop foaming. Mine foamed like, up no, too. It, yeah, it was everywhere. It was yeah. But I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to chug some Kyler Murray. I'm going to sip on Baker Mayfield. And I'm going to drain poor the the kid who hasn't even played a down in the nfl yet you son of a bitch uh that is incorrect (laughs) the correct answer on this is sip joe burrow because he is going to be the greatest quarterback to ever play in the nfl joe burrow is anointed he's the anointed one so you have to sip that dude and stick with him forever you chug kyler murray because he's fun you know what's gonna happen with kyler murray i already said that at the beginning of the show Oh no you, you absolutely chug kyler murray because once you know they figure things out and and he gets the old russell wilson treatment where uh he becomes the highest paid player like once he gets off that rookie deal all things are downhill for the that's Cardinals. true so so kyler murray is the chug and then you Drain poor Baker Mayfield because uh, Baker Mayfield is a garbage quarterback. I don't have Joe here to rein me back in. He's terrible. <laughs> His whole thing this year about like, oh, I'm going to work in silence this year. Okay, whatever, Baker Baker, the touchdown maker. Shut the hell up. Grow your dirty mustache and see what you can do. You are now the fourth best quarterback in the AFC North. Lamar Jackson, I will, I'll still give Lamar number one in the AFC North. Joe Burrow number two. Uh, Mason Rudolph, number three, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> number four. Drew, sip, chug, drain, pour, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. All right. Uh, well, with that bang-up analysis uh, handled there so far, I'm going to chug Joe Burrow because, uh, again, the, the, the kids, you know, he's he's working stuff out. Yeah, he hasn't played at all. So, I, I you know, I don't, I'm don't. i not down on him. I'm not signing up for life. It is it is what it is. Um, I'm going to sip on Kyler Murray because, man, have you ever seen a quarterback do more with less in this league? I mean, the Cardinals yes. are trash, and they got a terrible <laughs> coach to go with it, but he's got a really nice house. So, Does I think have Kyler, you know, he, he's Carl. the guy I'm going to sign up for the next three to five years until I get fired and I can write out the rest of my coaching contract. And then I'm for sure going to drain poor big play Baker. Cause I mean, dude, I loved his stick early, but man, you got to show me something, at least change it up, do something different. Instead of always throwing interceptions, at least like to fumble the ball once or twice, like get out of here with that. I'm sick of Cleveland thinking they're going to be relevant by doing something splashy. Like just stop. <laughs> More um, importantly, I found out this week that Kyler Murray's part Asian. <laughs> Like that, that's my big yes. learning moment for the week was during the uh, Bruce Lee 30 for 30 with those little testimonials they have uh, prior to and coming back from commercials. Kyler Murray chimed in and was like, yeah, you know, being part Asian. I'm like, wait, wait, what? 
<laughs> so that was the biggest floored. takeaway from everything Kyler Murray this week. <laughs> uh, Matt Barr saying he would sip Joe Burrow, chug Kyler, and then poor Baker. Thank you, Matt Barr. Uh, and then Robert Taylor agreeing with that. Uh, but Robert saying that uh, Joe Burrow is going to be a bust pointing out that he at least waited until Mahomes played an NFL game before standing for him. Sorry, man. Joe Burrow is the anointed one. I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. That's not my fault. I didn't do it, but it, it's the truth. Uh, let's do a little MJ version of Sip, Chug, Drain, Pour here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scott, we're going to go to you first on this one because I don't think you've seen this one thrown in there. He's the expert, too. Uh, Drew just updated this one for us. Oh, Sip, Chug, Drain, Pour, Bulls, Jordan, White Sox, Jordan, or Wizards, Jordan. I'm drain pouring Wizards Jordan. What? And from there, what? I'm I'm sipping on uh, I'm sipping on Bulls Jordan, and I'm uh, and I'm chugging chugging White Sox Jordan. Drew, you sound like you disagree. And to be fair, it wasn't really White Sox; it was Barons. It was Barons. Yes, yeah, it was the Barons. Uh, no, no, it was White Sox. He played in the league. <laughs> He played in the league. Drew, what do you you sounded like you were disappointed in uh the, the drain pour of Wizards Jordan. Yeah, that's absolutely wrong. Like no. you no, you sip Wizards Jordan because how like What? You're no, marrying yeah. you're oh, marrying absolutely. Wizards Jordan. You would stay yeah, for he's life. Not, no, because think about no, hold Jordan? on now. Hear me out, because what it is is he's the old mute, dude. Drew. He's the old man, I'll meet your ass over here. You got no <laughs> mute power. Come on now. Get you know, do this real quick. There we go. <laughs> Oh, shoot. No, I forgot I made Mike the host. <laughs> there we go. Reclaim that. And mute Scott. Perfect. Okay. Anyways, now that we're back on track here. <laughs> um, no, think about it, though. Like, Wizards Jordan was the best Jordan because he's the old dude that shows up the pickup game. Ain't no one want him on their team. Dude then goes and drops 20 points in the best to 20, first to 25. They still lose because the rest of his team is trash. But he embarrasses all the 18, 20-year-olds being a 45-year-old dude. I mean, come on. The guy was ancient showing up these kids in a game that requires the peak athleticism to be able to perform at that level, and he was still able to do it. He literally came out of retirement just because he was sick and tired of people not respecting his name. He showed up, dropped buckets on a trash team. I mean, what more do you need to know to sip that? All right. Uh, now, I hear your argument. Poor, I'll, let me just finish. I'll okay. drain pour the 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 barons. I'll correct myself there. I'll drain pour the barons, and then obviously I'm going to chug the bulls, Jordan. Because I mean, you can't hate that. But you know, do you really want to stick around that for life? I hear your arguments. Uh, I I understand where you're coming from. You are dead wrong. Uh, there's, <laughs> Seriously, there is no way you <laughs> sip the wizards, Jordan. Uh, you're partially right. Uh, you, no, because then he's made for life too. Because he's gonna take care of me real nah, good. Man. You you drain poor Barons, Jordan, because nobody cares about minor league baseball, Jordan, uh, except for the people who watched him play at that time. And even then, they were just like, "Well, that was fun. We saw Jordan get and a me, hit who and... has a Jordan Barons <laughs> until <laughs> until they started throw. He basically went Pedro Serrano, and as soon as they started throwing him curveballs, he just bottomed out so uh get rid of barons jordan uh you sip bulls jordan because that was the heyday that was the jordan being jordan uh, that is the creme de la creme yeah and then you chug wizards jordan because it's nice for a, a short time and it's like oh hey that was a thing that happened and then it goes away and you don't have to think about it ever again uh all right well, let's you know <laughs> we can't all be right let's move on let's do a little uh mlb here uh, 1994 strike, steroids, oh, up, and sign stealing. 
1994 strikes steroids and sign stealing. Sip, chug, drain, pour. Mookie, lead us off on this one. Whew. Um, well, I'm going to drain pour sign stealing because who gives a shit? Honestly, like get over it. And I'm assuming you're referring to the the Astro sign stealing aspect of it because all the other stuff they accept. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's dumb. I don't even want to talk about that. Um. I guess I'm going to chug this, the steroids aspect because it was really fun. And then it got really old and tiring when that topic dragged on for like 10 years. And like, who cares anymore? Like they were all cheating. Great. Good for them. I'm going to sip the 94 strike. Cause like, that's the best part about it. Right. We missed an entire season. Well, not an entire season, but we missed, we missed the world series and the owners didn't seem to bat an eye <laughs> yet. How, how baseball all of a sudden magically is unprofitable. <laughs> In the day and age where sports are even more profitable than they were 30 years ago. So I just like that because that leans in my point earlier about these OWGs and you just shut the damn mouth and write a check. Because you know what the other thing is? Those assholes are probably getting them stimulus checks. I bet you they figured out some <laughs> way to figure this shit out with their income taxes. Oh, you know they, they caught that income. Yeah, they caught that stimulus. Uh, they, they, uh, they're like Jordan out on that boat. Like, nah, I'm getting mine. <laughs> right. I hope Jordan got stimulus check too. He deserves it. He's a I'm, good man. I'm agreeing with you, Drew, to drain poor sign stealing because in the grand scheme of things, who really cares about that? Like get rid of that. Uh, you know, whatever. Aiden beat no puppies. Uh, I am going to sip steroids only because that was the heyday for baseball for me. That was when it was most entertaining. That McGuire Sosa race. Oh, just beautiful. I would, I wish they would still have steroids in baseball like bring them back make Dude, that that the, 30 for 30 coming up i know i can't wait for that one uh, that's gonna be all next episode we're just going to talk about nothing but mcguire and so is the next episode uh right, let's well, so wait remind me to watch that shit then because i'll forget <laughs> uh and then i'm gonna chug the 1994 strike because it's like all right labor disputes happen uh we got one and and get rid of it and now we're gonna have another one so i might as well get used to the taste of it scott what do you got on this one uh, I am drain pouring the uh, the strike certain season. I, I I hate that there was no uh, baseball or well no World Series that year. I hate the, the fact that they fan. couldn't. Yeah, no, I mean I can't. I, it would have just been another one that they lost or came up short in anyway. That's not <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. It's just the fact that there was no World Series. I hate labor disputes. I hate when seasons get canceled. I you know I hate everything that's going on with baseball right now with owners and players bickering back and forth. It's complete bullshit. So I'm drain pouring the hell out of labor disputes all day every day. Uh, I'm sipping on some steroids because. <sighs> when baseball was at its finest. I mean, yeah, I don't really was. give a crap. Like, I mean, I like, I like the debates of guys being on it, guys not being on it, you know, A-Rod being a super cheater because he used it, but yet some of these other guys, me just being like, eh, it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, I, I gotta, <laughs> I guess I gotta chug the, the sign stealing mostly because it's part of the game and, you know, elaborate schemes. It's probably not even the worst thing that's happened. It's just one of the worst things that's happened recently that anybody got caught for. It's kind of like steroids. They, they were all using greenies and amphetamines and all kinds of stuff. And, <laughs> and then it just became a thing with steroids. So, yeah, that's that's the route I'm going. I think I still think there's there's so much of it where everyone else is pissed that they didn't think of it. Well, I, I think you might be right about that. For sure. I think there's absolutely something to that. And I, I also think nobody on this one has a wrong answer. I think everybody's answers were correct. The only person with the wrong take on this one is JB in the comments who says drain pour all three. JB is incorrect on that take. Uh, oh, is that one, what he was saying? I thought he was, <laughs> I thought he was pouring one specific one like really, really no, hard. No, he poured all three options. All right, last uh, sip, chug, drain pour for the week here. 
We're going to go 80s movies. It was announced this week that Bill and Ted is coming out with the new movie. Uh, so we've got a new Bill and Ted coming out. So that made me think, let's go some 80s movies and see which one of these we want to sip, chug, and drain pour. Uh, Drew, I'm coming to you oh. first on this one. Bill and Ted's Excellent oh. Adventure, Back to the Future, Goonies. This is probably you're, the hardest one we've had. I was just going to say, you're a dick for calling me on first on this one. That's, that, ain't, that is not easy. Um, oh, man. Uh, look, this, this, this is one of those painful situations where you've got like, you know, basically Giselle and her two sisters and you're like, look, I can only fuck one of you, marry one of you. And then, well, one of you's got to go. That is the game. Thank you for capping. Hey, I believe, I believe in the industry, they call it vamping. Um, <laughs> shit. All right. So I think it's gotta be, it's gotta be. It's got to be you sip Bill and Ted, you chug Goonies, and you drain pour Back to the Future. Because wow. like, any, any movie where they make four wow. of them, like, mute him. Be that mute him, mute him, wow, mute him, unreal. Um, wow, yeah. Scott, I see you're already in the comments. Uh, yes, because to you bar. sip Back to the Future all day long. Back to the Future is easily the best movie of these three. I don't even care what you do with the other two. I drain pour both of them. Like I just want to, I just want to have a nice, quiet family with just me and Back to the Future, and we're just happily married. I don't need to do anything else with the yeah, other. Yeah, but two. Michael I, J. Fox, he annoyed me at some points that movie, man. Like we get it, we get your situation, man. Just, just take care of business. Quit being all basic about it. Okay, Hang anyway, on. I'm drain pouring Goonies, and I am chugging Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I'm blown away by the hate that the Goonies are getting. Matt Barr, uh, Scott is is. Drain pouring Goonies. You know what? JB drain pours Goonies. The whole so adventure flick conversation we had. Um, no, but this dude, <sighs> the Goonies gave you the truffle shuffle. The Goonies so? absolutely okay. You are right, Scott. Back to the Future gets sipped. It's such a perfect movie that stays perfect. sipped. Uh, and every if you put any Back to the Future eh, minus three, I wouldn't sip Back to the Future three. But Back to the Future one and two as a combo. Oh my god, it's just. Chef's kiss, perfect. Back to the Future Three doesn't even count. It's one of those. It, it's the the. It's Jordan in a wizard's <laughs> uniform. You're just like, oh, okay, yeah, it exists, but I don't need to talk about it. Uh, Back to the Future gets sipped. Uh, I am chugging the Goonies because, uh youth Goonies, action movie, man. guys, a youth yeah. action movie. Come on, you gotta chug that. And then I'm gonna no. drain poor Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, only because you know. And Sarah, chiming. Thank you, Sarah. Calling out uh, Chunk, or, uh, you know, oh, God damn it, never mind, forget, I blew this already. Hey, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. You're welcome. Hey, you want to explain the game again, Drew? <laughs> yeah, so what you want to do is you're going to take these three options you have here, and you want to rank them one through three, right? <laughs> and so the one that you like the best is going to be the one that you sip, because you want to you marry it. You want it for life. The one that's kind of second in the middle, though, you're going to chug it because it's going to give you a really nice feeling for a minute, but then you're going to get a little cramp in the gut and maybe some beer shits later, and that's not the best, but you'll chug it. And the one that's just the worst, you're going to pour it down the drain because it's absolutely worthless and just shit. You don't want you don't want nothing to do with it. 
kind of like to, uh, Back to the Future. So. Okay, now that everybody knows know. the, the rules of the game, awesome. uh, I'm going to ask everybody who's participated in the comments to sip, chug, and drain pour the three of us. Yes! Go ahead. Yes. Sip, wow. chug, drain pour the host of the show. I would love God, to I see. I really wish Joe was I here. I cannot wait for this to come through. While you guys this are doing that, fantastic. this is good. Yes, thank you, Scott. I'm glad you did that. That was That's a well done. I'm so glad I have an appointment with my therapist tomorrow. This is going to work out really well. Uh, well, you guys are chiming in with uh, your sip, chug, drain pour on uh, myself, Scott, and Mookie. <laughs> I just like watching shirtless young boys. <laughs> uh, be sure to head on over to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. Get 20% off your order at More Lab. uh, More Labs. They got the Life Hack Pack. You can get stuff that's going to help you focus, stuff that's going to help you sleep, and stuff that's going to help you get over your hangover. Hit them up. Morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS. Get 20% off your entire order. Uh, I'm afraid. Hey, can, I do, can I do a quick plug for More Labs? Yeah, absolutely. These guys are lifesavers. Let me tell you what, man. Like, even even if you, because what I've realized is that you can never really go wrong with the morning recovery, right? Like, even if you have a creeping suspicion you don't need it, you just take a quick one, pop it in, and you know what? You feel great the next day because the last thing you want is to wake up on Thursday with the weirds and have to deal with that all day long to get to Friday to feel normal. Like, at the end of the day, it's worth it. It's worth every ounce, man. And I'll tell you what, my liver's never felt better. <laughs> So shout out ringing endorsement from from Mookie from more all day every day. You know, even with social distancing, I'm still going to make these business cards and get back out in the street at some point. And start You're just breaking again. down everything <laughs> for the listeners tonight. You started this guy, uh, so quick, uh, you better be ready for this the rest of the night. Quick update: Matt Barr says he's going to chug me. He's going to sip Scott, and he's going to pour Mookie. Uh, JB says he'll sip Scott. He's going to chug the guy who hasn't been on the show for the last eight weeks, Joe, and then he's going to pour both Drew and I. <laughs> Keep it coming, everybody. Sip, chug, drain, I want to see Scott's Venmo history to see what happened in the last 15 minutes because I can guarantee you that way is in here. Uh, I'm too, nah, I'm JB, too OWG to have Venmo. I'm still yeah. rocking PayPal. I was going to say, Scott doesn't, <laughs> Scott doesn't know what Venmo is. Uh, all right, fellas, let's do a little power rankings here. Is that a ride-sharing program? <laughs> everybody's uh, everybody's doing power rankings. Uh, they all like to to talk about what, what what are the power rankings right now. I want to power rank the sports leagues as of right now, as of where we are in 2020. Uh, we're going to go top five. These are the Craft Root Sports top five power ranking of sports leagues. We're going to start with number one. Normally we go backward. Let's go with number one first. Uh, Scott, who is your number one sports league right now? The NBA. They're the ones who got affected, you know, right there at the finish line. They only had a little bit uh, of their season left just before everything. You know, people started actually tuning into the games and the postseason got underway for the next four months. Uh, but they're the only ones who seem to have everything figured out. NFL had the luxury of, you know, their season having ended, so they just had the offseason. But, yeah, I'm going to go with NBA because I think they've handled it the best so far out of all of the leagues. Drew, who is your number one in uh, your Craft Root Sports power rankings of sports leagues? In terms of how they handled the corona? or Just, just like power rankings, baby. While they're, while what they're doing right now. There doesn't, it doesn't matter. There is no rhyme or reason to power rankings. Who's number one? Oh, right. NFL. <laughs> just rank. Yes, exactly. NFL. They print money. No, I lie. No, NFL, actually. I was going to go 
NCAA football because they print money, but no, they're not a league. They're just a bunch of power conferences or not even conferences, but schools. Uh, so up yours, Will Sweeney. <laughs> Yo, ass gonna be gone in three years because it's not bad enough for him to get fired, but like they're not going to get another solid recruit. That team is going to be garbage and he gone. Bill definitely so, yeah. getting dragged right now. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm also going to go. So F those guys, man. They probably have Confederate fags in their locker room, those pieces of shit. They probably do have Confederate fags and flags as well. Like I, whoa, I would guess whoa, that was what Drew whoa. said. I'm just repeating. I'm just repeating. Don't get on me. NFL. NFL number one. Scott, who's your number two? Who's your number two? Moving on. Uh, number two for me is NHL. NHL has their uh, postseason figured out. Um, they're, they're trying to get uh, black people into the, the, the postseason any way that they can. And uh, if, uh, if I'm ranking them, somehow uh, Detroit makes it, but they're not in real life. But um, oh, God, yeah, I'm going, with a, I'm going with NHL uh, at number two. Uh, Drew, who you got at number two? Uh, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw one out there to the NBA. I think Scott had it on the head. NBA is increasing in popularity, they become even more global over the last couple of years. I think they've got a model that works, and they're doing whatever they can do to get black people in the playoffs. Shout out Zion. So like you know, it's working out for them, and I think they're gonna be a solid league going forward because the best thing that's gonna happen to them is when they figure out, oh wait, we should probably like remove this stupid one year in college rule. So LeBron can play with Bronny. And I cannot <laughs> wait to see that. I think we got to wait three more years, maybe. And then that match is going to happen. I'm going to go NHL uh, as my number two for the same reason Scott mentioned. Uh, they, they have come up with a solution. Uh, they are playing a full playoff, uh, it, even if it is expanded and it's different from what uh, they're used to seeing. But I would put NHL as number two in my power rankings. Scott, who is number three? NFL. Oh, but that's keeping them low. Not really because I want to put them up there. It's just because of what Drew mentioned, the fact that they print money and they're the most popular, but they've bungled everything and continue to bungle things uh -huh. and just bungled. stay on top. Uh, yeah, bungled. Um, mm. Even this week when they finally admitted that they uh, screwed everything up with the kneeling, they, you know, Raj couldn't even be bothered to mention Colin Kaepernick's name. So uh, that bumped them down a couple notches for me. So I'm going to go NFL reluctantly. At solid reason to drop them from number one what to number three what do you think the nfl pays a year in just pr like i feel like they a probably ton. pay like 50 to 100 million dollars a year to pr firms just to figure out what the hell robot roger has to say at any given time <laughs> they gotta pay a ton just to keep covering up all their missteps drew who's your number three the mls oh yeah i'm going there Big jump, big jump for MLS in this week's power rankings. Good Lord. Big jump, yeah. They're moving up the board. You know, their financials aren't stable. They're, they were talking about a lockout earlier this week with their players and whatever, but I still believe at the end of the day, this is the grassroots movement that's happening in, in youth across America. This is going to be the sport that's moving up the boards. I love football to death, but it has issues in terms of parents feeling safe with their kids playing the game. Basketball is going to take the number one spot, no doubt, because kind of similar reasons. You can play with a small group of people. You don't need a bunch of equipment to do it. And soccer will move up into the second slot. I cannot wait for the way second, that people are going to be able to see spot. that this compact schedule is going to work really well, especially in a, a situation where you're going to have nothing else to really compete with. I think the way it stacks up, basically what you'll end up having is we have the, the NBA and the MLS playing on live TV in front of a bunch of fans Hockey will be there, but let's be honest, ain't no one going to watch that because we're not in Canada. 
which is unfortunate, but reality. And no one gives a shit about baseball anyways, as much as you want to, because I still don't think they're going to figure their crap out in time to have a legit season that everyone can buy into. So the MLS is moving up the rankings. They're getting things right with, you know, the social aspect of it as well. It just, it's the future of America. Y'all need to get on board. Come on. Plenty fair room on the bandwagon, y'all. Fair also, enough. we got beer here. <laughs> your sister. I uh, it. I got issues with your sister calling out the bungles. Uh, and uh, it, it is funny that she's pointing out it's weird that Drew loves soccer so much. You do have a very strange affinity for soccer. My number three is going to be the NBA uh, for reasons mentioned before. The reason why I don't have them ranked higher is because of the conspiracy theory that they did what they could to get Zion into the postseason. And they have rigged this in a way that, all right, we're going to play eight season games and then whoever's in the top eight goes in you got to lean into it the NBA where rigged happens well that's I mean I get it I get it Jordan Jordan and gambling I mean it's all it's Tim Donahue like everything's rigged I'm dropping you I'm dropping you for the conspiracy theory NBA Scott who's your number four league all right, guys, bear with me because I know I said a couple weeks ago that we should just shut it down and this isn't going to happen. Quit trying to make fetch happen. But at number four, I got the XFL. Um, it, when they come back stronger than ever yes, sir. this time next yes, year, sir. everybody's going to be like, damn, mm-hmm. Scott was a visionary. And so After at Disney four, buys the XFL. That's a, that's a well, spicy hot take. Now, Scott, you know better than that because we don't look back on any of these shows well, no, we are because when we pool our money together and I stand at center field and this is the XFL, <laughs> it's all going to be fucking worth it, man. Yeah, that's true. That'd be nice. Uh, Drew, who is your number four? Ultimate tag. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, my number four would be the NHL. Again, be. it's a sport that's near and dear to my heart. I love hockey and Matt Barr. I know what action's like and Americans do like it. But again, I'm leaning into what's going to be played by the kids. Hockey's not going to be played by the kids, but it's one of the best sports to watch live. And if they can take some of this time off to figure out how to make this stuff work on TV even better, hashtag bring back the laser puck, then it's going to be fantastic. I mean, those dudes, they skate around, they pop fools in the face, they hit slap shots 100 miles an hour, and guys are going down there blocking with their nuts. It's amazing. <laughs> blocking with their nuts. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's the Stanley Cup playoffs. Leave it on the line. All right, my number four league uh, in the in these power rankings, number four, the PGA. Uh, and here's why, fellas, real-world confessional booths. Scott, who's your number five league? Uh, baseball, just because it's still there. <laughs> until it disbands, until it becomes so unprofitable and all these rich white guys are uh, out on the poverty line. Um you know, I guess I guess it'll be the number five league. I, you know, I, I still love it, but I'm I'm a dummy. So, fair enough, Drew. Who's your number five? I I, I I'm still gonna go with. Um, well, honestly, that axe throwing league is really catching on. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that stuff lately, but that shit's really entertaining because these dudes they have personalities, like they live up to it. And the best part about it is they get to drink while they compete. So I'm hoping against hope. It's kind of like a NASCAR race, but like, you know, someone might lose a hand and you get to see it. (laughs) It's not like someone gets dismembered inside of a car. Uh, My number five is the ACL, the American Cornhole League. Guys, anytime it's a sport where you feel like you can make it in the pros, 
It needs to be in your top five. American Cornhole League is the way to go. Also, it's really weird to watch those dudes play with masks on. It's a very strange experience. Uh, but American Cornhole League has gotten into the top five. They have jumped MLB in my book uh, because they are back. All of the, the leagues that I mentioned are all back. MLB, still not back. American Cornhole League, ahead of the MLB in my power rankings. Uh, Drew, uh, Scott's got MLB at number five, or he just said baseball. He kind of bailed out on it and said baseball. Oh, like, if we're going to do, what is it, the KBL, the KBO? KBO? Like, I get down with some of that because, you know, what they do no, is – No, I, I mean, like, baseball in all of its forms. So, I mean, even a Little League World Series is thrown in there, you know, stickball on the, the streets of Ooh, New York, like any ball. type of baseball. Like, just because, I, like, actual MLB is probably ranked, like, 50th. Well, that's what I was going to say. Right, Where uh, does MLB on, rank in our power rankings? Because MLB has got to be bottom. It's got to be behind everything else. Drew joked about ultimate – Ultimate Tag earlier. Ultimate no, Tag is serious. ahead Ultimate of MLB right now. I know. It's a They've fantastic. Got... Who's your favorite tagger on Ultimate Tag? Dude, they got neon lights all over the place. I like, what's your name? The Beast or whatever? The Beast. The, the Beast girl. is solid. I also like the Geek uh, only because it's like, dude, this is clearly not a geek. It's just, you just put glasses on a guy and uh, it's he's not really a geek. He's a free runner. There's ain't no way that he's an actual Real quick geek though, Mike, I, I, don't go, I don't go hard R with the tagger. I go tag a. So... No, that's respectable, you know. Yeah, yeah there's a big like, difference. Otherwise, there. it's it's a little suspect if you go. Down. I do want to switch this all up right. a little bit, though. All right, so let's lean in the power rankings, right? But let's go, let's go, let's go ball bat power rankings, right? So we got we got college World Series, college softball World Series, little league stickball, MLB, KBO. Doesn't matter. MLB is at the bottom. I was just put Eddie, say, pull MLB, the rest of them out of a hat. The bottom. No, pull there's the a right answer to this though, because I I wholeheartedly believe Little League needs to be at the top of that list. I would give you that. I would give you that. Uh, but I would put World Baseball Classic ahead of Little League just because Holy it's yeah. better. Wait a minute. Are we? Are did, did they announce is Little League canceled? I think so. It's got to be right. I feel like they're they would already. There's be like, like a four month buildup to Williamsport. Yeah, they should. Oh be. no, that got canceled like two months ago. Yeah, Shit. it was. In fact, when I remember when I got the text, it said it was the first time it had been canceled in the. Uh, oh yeah, it's like Series World history. War or something, right? No, no, no. It's the first time it's ever been canceled. Like it's Damn. only been going since I think '57 or something along those lines. But it said okay. it was the first time that it had ever been canceled, and something Dude, that, sucks, that wasn't man. like uh, a war shortened year or some bullshit like that. But That's yeah. kind of crazy. Uh, so wait, we held it during the Korean War. Sure. Sure. Seems convenient. <laughs> what? Well, the South Korean teams are always crushed fools. You know what that sound means, guys? That means it is time for Mookie's Mad oh, Props. Yeah. And in case you missed it, that was... Mookie, what do you got for us this week? What are we going to do to make some money uh, with your Mad Props? Oh man, I got all kinds of opportunities for you folks tonight. I'm I hope you got your 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 notepads out. I hope you got your, you know, your your bookies on uh speed dial here. We got all kinds of good stuff here. All right. I'm gonna so. drink the beer off my table while you're doing this. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, man. I so I gotta be honest. I soaked it up with a spare jersey I'd laying around because this shit was going everywhere, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so we already talked about earlier today, the PGA Tour, they're coming back this weekend. Um, obviously, they're doing no fans and, and respectable social distancing and whatnot. But the best part about it, as Mike said, is we got the confession booth, right? So the first prop I have for you guys is, will a golfer complain about background noise? 
in the hot take right here, the hot pick, put your money down, put these ducats on this, is take the yes, some golfer will complain in the confession booth at a negative 135. So Go do ahead, you think that that is money in the bank? Do you think they're going to complain right facetiously? Like who's going to complain about background noise in a tournament where there are no fans allowed? Oh, dude, you know, someone's going to be bitching about someone deciding to mow their lawn at a weird time or, you know, like, oh, yeah, the booms, the boom tower was swinging around and had a creak. Like, come on. These dudes try to find every excuse to blame someone else for their shit ass approach shots. So go ahead. Put that money on the yes at negative 135. All right. What do you got? What's your next bet for us, Mookie? The next one I've got for us is we talked about baseball returning, right? And how they're still trying to figure all this out, right? So we said something, I think they were doing, what was it, an 86-game schedule or something like that, paying the players 75% of their salary. What we're going to go with right at this point is an over-under here on on the players opting for a 101-game schedule next year. Now, for those at home who don't like to do math, I went ahead and did it for you. So with the current MLB proposal, that's basically saying – if they're going to pay him 75% right now for the number of games they're going to play, 101 games would be 100% of their salary for those games. So I'm going to go ahead and say there's a pick them right there, and there's an opportunity to kind of flex and see what you see the labor is going to be for next year to go ahead and predict if the players' union is going to opt for less games for the same amount of play. Because what my question is, is like, look, I don't want to work that hard. I don't want to have to play more games if I don't have to, but... 101 games mean that I'm missing out on 61 games, which equates to about math of 61 divided by three opportunities to travel and holler at shorties in other cities. So, like, maybe I do want to travel and play those games because I'll just sit out with, like, a hangnail or something. or be like, oh, man, you know, I, like, tweak something walking out of the bus today. I think I need a game out, Skipper. So, that's a tough one. That's a pick but I still think there's money to you're be saying made. You're saying 101 games next year is what you're saying. 101 games uh, next year. Next season, not this season. Year. Even though they have said that basically this season has to end on time uh, due to TV rights, so there would not necessarily be any impact next year unless there is like a second round of COVID and things get shut down. And uh, so you're saying that we will likely see a shutdown next week. It's a pick 'em, 101 games that we're going to lose 60 games of baseball next year. That's what I'm saying. It depends. You wow. got to figure it out. Do the athletes want to not work hard for the money? Or do they want to holler at shorties in Milwaukee? You know what I mean? That's where you got to kind of figure out. Play the balance. And it, Why it's, you know, it's tough. Though? I don't know. Well, because it's easy when you talk about L.A. or Tampa or something. You know what I mean? Like, like, like of all the places to holler at shorties, like, oh, man, we coming up on oh, that Milwaukee series. That's man, what, that's you guys been to Milwaukee? Like, you, oh, man. Yeah. Do you want to have to travel and spend four days in Milwaukee? Or do you want to travel and spend four days in Milwaukee? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're still going to hear a little bit of something. Drew, what's your next bet? Yeah, we're moving on there. All right, that's fair. Um, So the next one is the NHL will be coming back because they figured their stuff out, right? And I know none of you watch this because no one here does hockey at all. But NBC ran a a series of matches with an NHL 20 tournament over, uh, I want to say it was basically May, early June type time. Now, we're not going to find out until the Stanley Cup playoffs are over, but it's an over-under two-and-a-half fights that we find out happened as a result of disrespect that took place in these online hockey matches. So dudes basically metting out vengeance for stuff that guys said on these live broadcasts in retrospect. And I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to recommend that you guys take the over on this one, even though it's popping off at a negative 250, because like, let's be honest, athletes are petty as hell. 
in, in hockey where you can fight over almost everything where you're building up, you know, aggression over a seven game series. All you got to do is think about that one time you're back on the bench after that shift change and be like, yeah, man, but he mugged me too off of that, that, that game seven series on NBCS, NBCSN where nobody was watching, but it just still wasn't right. And next thing you know, gloves are being dropped and punches are being thrown. So I go feel ahead, like hop on that over two and a half fight. I feel like you have to take the under because nobody's going to admit that that's why they fought in an NHL game is over a video game that happened previously. Ah, uh, but see, Michael, that's where you're wrong. NHL players love to drink, and they're also very, very respectable. So if someone asks them a question when they've had a couple of bats, they'll open it. They'll open it honestly, and like they want to be mad about it because at the same time, they all know what's up. Because they'll throw fisticuffs and afterwards they'll bap each other and be like, hey, good fight, brother. Good fight. <laughs> they'll admit to it. I'm not worried about that part. All right, Drew, give me two more prop bets. Two more prop bets. All right. So uh, the next one here, and this is this is going to be one that honestly is, this is easy money at all all costs here, right? Uh, so NASCAR is racing again this weekend because they've been running those, those cars around a track in circles because that's apparently what they do how much you want to bet that someone is going to screw up trying to speak about the social injustice and things going on in our world right now. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm going to take the no on that and a plus 150 because you know what? Ain't no one going to watch to fill the bet. They're going to do it. They're going to get it wrong. They're going to screw up the message, but no one's going to be paying attention in Vegas themselves will probably fall asleep after the first 15 laps. And so they're not going to be able to go ahead and fill that bet because they won't honestly know what happened. So again, if you really need something, if you're reaching for that late Sunday parlay to go ahead and make back a little bit of money before your old lady yells at you, put a couple money, uh, put a couple dollars down on that no for a plus one fifty. Put a put a couple of monies down, baby. A couple little bit of monies, just <laughs> a, little, a couple little bit, of little monies. bit of monies. But uh, also, they will one hundred percent mess up, and it will come out horribly wrong as they try. The because as soon as Bubba kneels during the national anthem, now that that's not a thing in NASCAR. Uh, now that the whole thing about con- the Confederate flags is, as soon as that happens, the announcers will f this up. I guarantee that will happen in NASCAR this weekend. Absolutely, shake and bake. Absolutely. <laughs> oh. That's all I got. All right, last uh, that one. Last prop bet for the week, Drew. Last prop bet here, and this is one that again, this is a bit of a deep cut. So I'm going out there. Some folks, you might need to go to Europe and get some of those offshore books to take this action. But, again, if you're trying to chase a loss from earlier in the week, take that no, that no what brother will compete in an episode of Ultimate Tag at a plus 110. <laughs> Pretty even. Honestly, I think it's basically something that's going to happen. But at the same time, for it to actually count, the episode will have to air. And so, though I think Ultimate Tag is the next hotness in, in sports media, I think the problem is really going to be that Fox will eventually find something else to fill the airwaves based on the very terrible characters they have out there and the way that those guys, like, look, love them to death. They're great football players, but damn it, they don't belong in front of a camera without pads on. They so are go ahead, take that note at a plus 110. Uh, that's, a, that's a pure lock. Like, go ahead, throw that future money at it. Go heavy, go hard collect that that money it's going to be a while but i guarantee you that one's going to hit no doubt i don't know what you're talking about they did some phenomenal acting in that subway commercial (laughs) this is why we named your brother Derek or whatever what what's his name the one who doesn't actually play football because that would be the guy that's not the other two are like no we got contracts on the line you mean cooper manning (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) 
because that's all I know. You said not playing football. Like, they got a Cooper Manning in their family? Uh, this is uh, Drew's, uh, what, what was it? Mookie's, sorry, Mookie's Mook, Mad I'm, Props. Get Mookie's Mad Props. I'm sorry, man. I'm trying to, I'm juggling things. I'm trying to get to the next you screen. You had one job. I have a lot of jobs over here, man. It really sucks. Uh, anyways, thank you, Mookie. Really appreciate it. Uh, real quick, before we get into our next segment here, be sure to go check out the uh, the shop, craftrootsforce.com slash shop. Gear up. Uh, Scott's repping the... Uh, the, sh- the Well, now he's invisible. He disappeared. Uh, I, I, I just did it for the effect. Uh, <laughs> Scott's repping the baseball shirt right now. We got t-shirts. We got tank tops. I wore the tank top at the gym this week. Oh, man, did I feel powerful. I was able to deadlift so much more in that Craft Root Sports tank top, no doubt. Uh, that's, that's I bet you all the shorties noticed. All the shorties. And not as many shorties as in Milwaukee, but a lot no, of shorties. No, 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 for sure. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so many shorties in Milwaukee. <laughs> uh, head on over to craftrootsports.com slash shop. Help us out. Buy some merch. Ref the show. Uh, and spread the word about the show. Sell out. All right, you fellas. can also get those dope-ass hats so you can match like us on the broadcast, too. Dude, there's uh, the hats are currently sold out. I'm, I'm waiting from the supplier to find out when those are coming back in stock, but hopefully hats are coming back in stock here soon. Uh, let's do some, uh, some parallel universe here, fellas. Uh, I have been... Uh, I can't. I'm, I'm vamping as I try to find some music. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a lot of reading lately uh, about parallel universes, and essentially what the theory is is that dude, every... you need to get the fuck off Twitter, oh, dude. I've been down some like, rabbit I'm holes. I'm gonna be honest right now. Like I'm worried about your mental state if you can keep reading about that. I've been down some rabbit holes, and it's very scary. But essentially, the way this works is the way parallel universes and the and the theory behind it is every decision that we make, consciously or subconsciously, leads to a parallel universe. So, like if you go out of your house and you turn left. In a different universe, you turned right. And there's a whole different universe where something else entirely plays out because of that. Uh, So what we wanted to do is explore a parallel universe. And in this parallel universe, this comes from an interview that Derek Jeter did this week. Scott's favorite uh, New York Yankee of all time. Derek Jeter said that he would have left the Yankees if they lost to the Mets in the 2000 World Series. Basically, he said, I'm not staying in New York. If we lose to the Mets, it's done. I'm out of New York. Uh, They ended up winning that series. Jeter goes on to have a Hall of Fame career, first ballot Hall of Famer, uh, tons of press. We get the flip play, all this crazy stuff from uh, from Jeter, uh, all stemming from that 2000 World Series. So what we want to know is what happens if the Mets win that World Series. Derek Jeter leaves the Yankees. Uh, how does this parallel universe play out? Scott, uh, where does Derek Jeter go if he leaves the Yankees? Um, let's see. If he leaves the Yankees, he goes to the Marlins. And from there, Matt Barr becomes an even bigger douche because he's a Mets fan and they have one <laughs> title. Um, in his lifetime and um, also in this parallel universe Derek Jeter apparently isn't um, a liar because I don't think that if they lost that World Series that he was going anywhere so cool cool story Derek Jeter 
But I'll say Marlins. We're not but talking we, about the validity of his claim. We're talking about we're talking about it. We've got no, to no, take that's fine. That's the, fine. I'm just saying he'll he'll end up in Miami. And again, Matt Barr's a bigger douche. He go. goes to he goes to Miami. I feel like Jeter has to go to another high market team. He's a big market team. He's not going to go to a small market franchise. The franchise like Miami. He bought a small market franchise. What are you talking about? Right, because it's all about the money for Jeter. So he is going to L.A. He's he's not going to uh he's not going to So Miami. he's an angle? Yeah. Uh no, I think he goes Dodgers. I think I think Jeter mm. I think Jeter goes West Coast and he becomes a Dodger. Drew, do you think where do you think Jeter ends up if he leaves the Yankees in this parallel universe? I think you guys are wasting way too much time on this because if the Mets win that World Series, the universe ceases to exist. That's a fair like point. It just, it just collapses. That happens in a different parallel universe, though. That's a different That's, parallel. This is a parallel universe where we are able to survive. A where Mets the, where the, the Mets series. win, the world is allowed to continue. All right, I so, just hope in this parallel universe I'm six foot tall. <laughs> Can you dunk? I, I don't even care. I just want to be taller than 5'7 in this parallel universe. That's all I know. Would Jeter receive the same attention that he got? No. No. <laughs> Very he would quick. From the Milwaukee shorties. <laughs> He's a good what if, guy. What, but, but what if he ended up in Milwaukee with all the shorties? <laughs> all the shorties. Then there's all no the shorties, shorties for anybody else who comes to town to visit. Exactly. And then they would only play a 101 game season this year or next but then, year. But then the owners in Milwaukee would have to fold the franchise because nobody wants to come there because mm. all the shorties are gone. So the, the, the team moves. And they move to some, they move to San Antonio, so Jeter ends up playing for oh, the San yeah. Antonio I like that. Sun Barons. And everything's wow. bigger in Texas, meaning the shorties would be the the more shorties are, are bigger. Say. Oh, okay. So then Jeter could attract better free agents, and now San Antonio. What would they be? The San Antonio Rattlers. Sun Barons. The Sun Barons. The Sun Barons. That's such a the terrible name. Hang on. That's like a minor league name. No, no, yeah, no. They're not the, the Sun Barons. What are they doing? Yeah, selling what? solar panels? Scott, get the hell. Also, whatever page you're on right now, keep that page up. Well, go back. Whatever page you were just on, go back because you're. The one that's lighting up my face? You, yes, you've disappeared <laughs> yeah, into the shadows again. See you now, Scott. Scott disappeared into the shadows once again. Uh, go back to whatever page has a white background so that we can see yeah, your you face on the video. There it is. All right. Thank hey! you. The Sun oh, Barons. Oh, oh. This, maybe, maybe go back. Go, go back to the go, go back to the other page. Yeah, flip back. Yeah. You should get more sleep, man. <laughs> I really I really should. Uh, <laughs> the Sun Barons is such a terrible name. Is Jeter a first ballot Hall of Famer if he doesn't play for the Yankees? No. I agree. Uh, There's no way. We've been over this before. No. Well, because at that point he would have had what? One title? Uh yeah, well, did they have a World Series before that? That's uh, a great they question. They won in '96. Okay, 99, so he would have nine, and then that would have been 2000. So he would have already had two uh, two titles. All right, so he would have had so two chips. He'd be on the Eli Manning track. Oh, he'd be Eli Manning. Damn, uh, that's a that's a hot take there, Mookie. I I dig that take. Um, how long do you think Eli Manning thinks before he tweets nowadays? Does Over on Manning tweet? He d- he, he started does. up Twitter yeah, he started because of the match. the match. Remember, he joined oh, Twitter in order yeah, to tweet. Yeah, the, right. He was throwing barbers left and right. Uh, Not he, like that sideline route he threw to what's his name, uh, that shit ass guy from Michigan. <laughs> he did. He did pretty solid during the match. After that, I haven't followed his Twitter. I 
I don't care if, if Jeter can still buy the Marlins. I had originally put that in our rundown. But the question now remains, does Jeter have the same, let's call it resume, if he uh, if he left New York? And by resume, I don't mean his all-star appearances, his gold gloves. I mean the thing that most people point to when the they talk. The chicks that he's banged. Thank you, Scott, for uh, going <laughs> like, let's just put all I was the cards trying. on the table. I, I've had this conversation uh, a billion times that yeah. if you take away his all-star roster of chicks that he's banged, he's just a dude who played baseball. Man, do you remember when? MLB but does he still land that? Like, let's say he goes that lane. Yes, they put up his starting nine. That was the it. best thing ever. Didn't he get with the one girl from Friday Night Lights, Lila, oh, yeah. Lila Garrity? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, she could have, she could have a hamburger or two though. If he goes to L.A., he could still pull in the same resume, right? No, the shorties, he could be a different level of thing. Over I mean, it's there, not you know, Milwaukee, like, but it's L.A. Like it's a solid, it's a solid uh, group to pick from. Yeah, but like baseball player doesn't play as well in LA because you know they got like basketball they have football players within driving distance back then not then not then they didn't Hollywood TV stars but that's the thing Jeter could actual talent and you know contributed contributions to society dude Jeter would have been he would have started the uh the real house husbands of LA and he would have had a whole spinoff of the the Housewives series and killed it. Uh, yes, Basically Matt Barr cleaned up after Giselle and like folded her laundry kind of deal. Sure, Matt Barr pointing out Mike Trout probably isn't struggling. Uh, guaranteed, Mike Trout is not struggling. No, uh, I can't because Mike Trout don't care. He's fine. He's with his, he's good with his subway sandwiches. He ain't no woman. He's got his mama to make him you know sub subway sandwiches. <laughs> Uh, Scott, Mike Trout, we're going to find out in like a couple years, Mike Trout was like bred in the Disney labs. Do Mike just Trout, like all the Mouseketeers. I feel so bad that Mike Trout, we're, we are missing a year of Mike Trout. This dude is going to go down as one of the best baseball players to ever play the game, and we are missing a year of him playing because of this Yeah, bullshit. and no one's going to care because the shit he does is so boring. No, like, and, and way to catch more, that routine fly ball. More to the point, uh, Ted Williams missed because of World War II. It's, I mean, it's fine. It's no big deal. See, that's tragic, though. All right. Thank you guys for indulging me in this parallel universe. I appreciate it. Uh, Scott, I know you watched the uh, Bruce Lee uh, B-Water 30 for 30. Uh, this is what we're going to call red eye reviews. This is where Scott gets inebriated and then watches something and then tries to recap it for us. Uh, so Scott, I'm going to hand it over to you. Hit us up with your red eye review for the Bruce Lee 30 for 30. Okay. So I wasn't entirely sure what to expect because there was that, uh, biopic. Did you guys ever see that? Uh, I think it was called, uh, drag. It was just called dragon back in like the early nineties. I did not. You did not. Okay. Well, no. I watched that movie multiple times and it was basically like just a Bruce Lee biopic. So a bunch of it was like kind of just a reminder and like filler or just like, oh, okay. I remember that. Um, but overall, as far as 30 for 30s go, super good. Uh, very tragic that he, you know, died so young. And I, I was kind of, uh, I don't want to say shocked, but I guess I didn't really realize how much of an impact he had like culturally just oh, throughout yeah. the world um he was a he was a pretty big figure for having died at uh what 34 i believe 32 somewhere 32, around there. i think yeah the fact yeah. that he was like our age when he he died and is such a big figure like i 
I was kind of amazed. I started to tear up just a little bit. Uh, not not like Jordan tearing up because that's, that's a different level of tearing up. You didn't have to change your pants, did you? <laughs> no, 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 no. There was no pants changing or anything like that. I, I, I held it together. But uh, no, it was really, really uh, well done by um, ESPN and everybody that was involved in uh, putting that together. So um, out of all the 30 for 30s, uh, especially some of the more recent ones where it's like, you know, they focused like last week – uh, they had the one or the last two weeks prior, they had the one on Lance and uh, you know, it, it's, it's different when you see some, something on a, a figure that's not very likable, but then you have Bruce Lee who was super likable and, and just had this whole positive outlook uh, on life and very rare that uh, we, we sit here and talk about somebody in, in a sports figure that didn't have anything super controversial happen or anything that I get. Whoa, dude, we talked about MJ earlier. What are you talking about? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. He was a con- he was a sports figure that didn't have anything controversial happen in his life. Like Mike the most controversial. Wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, as much as I love Mike, there's still controversial things that have happened. <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that uh, it was also super timely because he was sitting there fighting for change with, you know, Asian yeah. being Asian and everything. And, you know, like p- powered through all of that. Like I was super impressed. Like, but it was, you know, again, kind of sad that here we are talking in 2020 about Confederate flags being removed from freaking NASCAR. And, you know, he was out here fighting these battles in the sixties and seventies, but uh, just a really well done 30 for 30. And I loved every bit of it. So if you get a chance, check out uh be like water. Scott, thank you for the red eye review of uh be water. So wait, do you, do you give it what, what is the rating scale with red eye review? I feel like you need to get something there uh, on a like scale of, on a scale or... of zero to two red eyes. How, good is this one Ooh, or on a scale of zero or to like og kush Ooh, the reddest of the eyes yeah <laughs> that northern lights yeah uh let's do this yeah, again next buddy. week let's do this again next week uh we'll do a red eye review of the uh the sosa mcguire 30 for 30 um, or we'll just do a whole show dedicated to it because i mean it's probably gonna happen. be yeah that's probably exactly what's gonna happen we'll just move hey man if we if we stitch together a show this week we can always find something to yammer about for 65 minutes that's fine and if not we'll just mute you and it'll just be me and mike talking about steroids <laughs> and baseball <laughs> look man i'm not trying to hit on Sosa mcguire i love that that was most entertaining thing Coming home or waking up in the morning watching sports center, seeing what happened last night, coming home from school and seeing what happened that day. That that was the epitome of baseball to me. I feel like I I'm not gonna be double singles or whatever, but like that was a great time. I'm not gonna be able to wait until Wednesday to talk about that thirty for thirty. Like I'm gonna we're gonna need to do a show Monday night because that's how we might need to do it after that uh episode airs. Was it Sunday? Yeah, it's Sunday yeah, night. Sunday. Real quick, guys, uh, before we get out of here tonight, I had one more thing that we wanted to do tonight. Real quick, motherfucker of the week, Duke's athletic director, uh, Duke's athletic director who makes $1.5 million a year, came out this week and said he doesn't agree with letting athletes make money off of their name and likeness. He is worried that it may affect recruiting all of this... (laughs) Yeah. All of this, well, Zion Williamson yeah. is under investigation and is going to have to testify about the luxury cars <laughs> in the house. Yes, he is going to have to go on the stand and uh, defend the fact that he, quote, didn't get any money from Duke to play at Duke. Uh, this week's Motherfucker of the Weekend, I'm not even going to. Uh, nope, wrong. What? 
what, Still William it? Sweeney. Fuck that guy. Well, yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, there's a, again, there's a lot of motherfucker of the week to choose from, but this week I am going with Duke's athletic director. He's a motherfucker, dude. Come on, you make one point five million dollars. I love the Danny DeVito drop. I love it. <laughs> Still love it to this day. Guys, it's time for last call. This is brought to you by Tavor. Use the code 258023. You can get $10 off your second order. Uh, we just got a shipment today from the show. It is two boxes of beer. I felt <laughs> dirty. Yeah. Uh, it's so much beer. My wife was like, what did you get? I'm like, it's show beers. Don't worry about it. Uh, use the code 258023. You get $10 That's off. That's why I told mine, too. <laughs> $10 off your second order. This week we were drinking Double Citrus Imperial IPA from Funk Brewing. Uh, we were rating this one on a scale of Mitch Trubisky to Patrick Mahomes. Scott, where did Double Citrus fall on your rating this week? I'm going to still go with my boy Jimmy G because it stood up and it made the championship game and uh, it came up short, but it uh, it's still a very solid beer. So I'm going to go with Jimmy G. Good answer. Uh, Drew, uh, on a scale of Mitch Trubisky to Patty Mahomes, where does this one fall for you? I'm going with Nick Foles. Like, it, it, it can step in a situation and carry you for a couple games, maybe get you a nice win for the, the season. But if you're going to drink this for a whole 16-game schedule, you're going to have the foam all over your computer. And it's not a great time. And, uh, you know, you're going to really wish you didn't sign into that big-ass contract. Like, it tastes good. It's not the, I don't know. It was lacking something. I didn't like the reactiveness of it in the glass. Like, it's all right. Serviceable. I'm going to I'm gonna put this one at Gardner Minshew. Uh, it was, I, I had a lot of excitement about this one. Um, and it was okay for a while. And then it was like, mm, that was a thing that happened. Um, yeah. I was expecting a little bit more out of it, although 8%, you know, it's done its job for me today. But there was, I I got no Valencia oranges. I got no papaya. Uh, I didn't get any mango, uh, possibly a little bit of grapefruit. It was a good IPA, but it was uh, was lacking in some areas. Uh, But but the can looks cool, similar to Gardner Minshew's uh, mustache. So that's why I'm going to go Gardner Minshew on this one. This has been Last Call brought to you by Tavor. Again, use the code 258023 for $10 off your second order. Also, real quick shout out to Tavor too, though. Let's not overlook the fact that they've gotten involved in things lately too. So in the last week alone, they've actually had some beers that have benefited cancer research. And also they had another one that have helped, uh, that was the, the proceeds were going to help fix social injustice and, and police brutality type efforts too. So yes. I want to make sure we give them credit for that or credits too. Cause again, it's not that just they sell great beers from across the country that you can't get in your home state, but they're also out there doing something better too. They're smart. They're supporting small business. They're supporting the causes that matter right now. And they're getting involved. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. All right. I know that was to, just for my benefit. I'm, I know. I'm try- No, it's not even for your benefit, man. I'm just trying to get the words out there to make sure people understand what the company is all about. Because, you know, at this point in time, you know, you hear all these empty ass words that people sometimes put out with statements and whatever. But DeVore, they're doing something good. They're supporting businesses and companies that matter and trying to make an impact. So, look. The benefit is you get to drink beer and feel good about it. And more importantly, like 
the money goes somewhere good. So they are not the NFL when it comes to making a it's statement. not. No, yes, it's no not just lip service at this point. Uh, thank you, Drew, for that. I, I that's Sorry, a great I had to call. Throw it in, man. No, it's, it's a great call. Like I said, you, yeah. I'm really glad you you did bring that up. Uh, this has been a damn fine show. Thank you, fellas. Uh, real fun time. I enjoyed it. Uh, thank you to all of you that listened and chimed in and. Uh, shared the show, commented. We really appreciate it. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. We're on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever. Uh, follow the show in between shows on Twitter and Instagram at Crafty Sports. Uh, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We also put the show live. We go live on YouTube there as well. Uh, fellas, it's been a damn good time. Uh, thank you all very much. We will see you guys next week. Cheers, everybody. We out. Peace. Yes, sir. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The world is always on, but you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Dream Sember sale, save up to 60% with Sealy Queen mattresses starting at $279.99. Only at Mattress Firm.